www.thepodcasterspeaker.com. And today we have yet another um, companion podcast um, for a review we did on the CheapWineFinder.com website. And this one is a California wine. It's called The Crusher. It's a Petite Syrah of 2016 from California. It's like 82% Petite Syrah and then a bunch of other grapes, uh, Tempranillo, Merlot, Malbec, Zinfandel, and I think I'm skipping one, but that's okay because it's 82% Petite Syrah. And it's from um, a family, uh, Don Sebastiani and Sons, their fourth generation's um, the Sonoma uh, wine business people. They had uh, they had estates in Sonoma for, for forever. Um, Don Sebastiani is the third generation, and Don and Sons is the fourth generation. And you will see their wines in stores, Pepperwood Grove, um, the Crusher wines. They're they're everywhere. They're well um, they're well distributed. And this is a Petite Syrah. And I'm going to explain Petite Syrah a little bit. It is a cross. Uh, a French botanist took Syrah and a grape that is kind of um, obscure called, I think it's Perlison. It doesn't grow too much anymore. And for some reason, he put the two of them together. And the name Petite Syrah sounds, you know, fancy of some sort, but just French for, uh, since it was mostly Syrah, at least half of it was Ladinia Syrah. It had smaller berries and it's smaller Syrah. And because it wasn't Syrah, they changed the spelling from Y to I. And, it, and there you go. And the French never used it much. Um, I heard a story from someone told me that, um, you know, in the 1800s, uh, the, in France, they had all sorts of um, problems with uh, bugs, uh, infestations, phylloxera, uh mold everything i mean it was crazy there they they love their wine and they were having all sorts of problems with wine and it even got so bad that they had to go to rioja which at the time was a sleepy little spanish area that made you know promising but kind of rustic wines and they went in there the french went in there and they kind of redid rioja and rioja is today you know one of the premier wine regions but you know they french dig their wine and that um, in the Rhone Valley, the Syrah was having some problems with some flax run. But by the time this guy got around to um, getting uh, this 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 cross blend grape thing going, they had already solved their problem that they never needed. So that's the story I heard. Um, I'm not sure if it's actually true, but you can repeat it all you want. Um, but it it kind of took off, and it went uh, to. California and Washington State and Australia. In Australia, it's called Durf, and that's the botanist uh, who who put this thing together, Durf, which is kind of a weird name. I wouldn't name anything Durf. Maybe my dog. Here, Durf. That would be a good name. But other than that, we're talking back to wine. And this is a a grape that you probably, if you didn't check, it was probably in half the red wine blends you've had in in the value price range. And also, it's it's a something that is quite often put into uh, Zinfandel. It goes well with Zinfandel. It's got the um, spicy red flavor that's kind of a li- little bit different from the Zinfandel flavors. And it's it's like the secret um, the secret blend in a lot of different um, you know, a lot of different red blends and, and, and whatever. So it's really popular. You probably had a lot more of it than you ever thought you had. But here we go here um, on its own. And in California where it's Sometimes in uh, France, as a, to change the subject slightly, 
the wines, the, especially a few years back, it was cooler there, and the grapes never got ripe enough. In California, that's not a problem. These things get ripe. So they take on a whole different life in California. So a grape that really didn't make it in France is kind of tasty in California, especially at this price range. Now, uh, this is a source from basically two vineyards, one in Clarksburg, which is, um, I think it's the San Pedro, San Pablo. It's part of the, the up in the northern part of the San Francisco Bay. It's on the edge of that. So even though it's inland, it has the cool waters of that. And another vineyard in Lodi, which is in the delta that comes from the, uh, the bay. So it's two inland areas that get hot during the day, but do have ocean influences just by a freak of nature. And here's this wine, which is inky dark. It's pretty cool. And I'm going to take a little sip here. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's got um, it's got some chocolatey notes. It's got red berries. It's got a little bit of pepper. It's got some spice. It's got some herbs. It's got a little salty thing going on. Um, it's got some tart cranberry. It's got some. It's not a shy wine. Um, you know, it's not. It's it's it probably isn't um, going to impress you know the, the people who like. Uh, burgundies or something but it's kind of fun to drink which you know heck that, that means a lot in my book and not that i have one but if i had a book it would mean something so it's a tasty little uh, uh wine and you don't always think of mm, when i want a nice you know a uh, wine and, and i hear people talk porch pounder sometimes you know which i never liked the term because it kind of like oh it's a little lesser and i don't think that's the case i don't think I don't think any wine that tastes good and is well-made is lesser by any stretch of the imagination. But this is one of those wines that you would just pour with friends on the back porch or the patio or balcony or rooftop or just in your living room watching friends. I don't care. It's tasty. It's crowd-pleaser. It's easy to drink. It's easy to like. It's got a lot going on, and it doesn't cost much. I found it for 10 bucks. I think wine and Enthusiast gave it 90 points. What else can you ask for? It's kind of a nice red blend. It's not the same old, same old, and it is good. So that's the Crusher Petite Syrah, because it's because the berries are a little bit smaller in Syrah. Um, that 2016, and that's it for me. Keep it cheap over and out.